Hi, everyone. I'm Maya Fleming, and you're listening to Gentler, a podcast about postgrad life, adulthood, and self-care. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gentler. I'm Maya, and super excited to have you all here today. We are talking about how to practice financial self-care when you're broke or your account is in the negative. First, let's do some pluses and deltas. So I have a couple pluses. Um, Over the weekend, I got my calendar organized. I made a reel about it if you want to go see on my personal account. But it was just nice to see everything on a screen or on paper and just see how every all these different elements kind of fit. And I set it up in a way where I first identify like my major goals and like what I want to see happen, especially in quarter two, but even like outside of quarter two. Um, And then I just kind of set it up to make sure that I was creating time for all of those goals every single day. And that looks differently depending on the day. And some days I'm more focused on one particular thing than others. But now I can see that. I know that every day I'm taking a step forward in the direction that I want to go in. And that makes me feel really good and on top of things. Um, I also spent time kind of getting my house in order. Literally, I just really did a lot of spring cleaning in my apartment and got rid of things and cleaned up. And I'm really trying to focus in the energy of like Airbnb vibes and just like, okay, I, I get to be here. This is nice and clean and tidy and everything is really put together. And it's almost like a little fairy went through and cleaned up everything for me and laid out my coffee the way I like and put my clothes out the way I like. Even though that fairy was me, I can <laughs> I can ignore that for a little bit. And it feels nice. It feels like I'm somewhere in a space where I can really, I don't know, like it, it feels good. It feels good knowing that everything has been laid out for me. And so all I have to do is continue to expand um deltas i am actively in an up level which means things are shifting and changing and i'm so excited to see what happens with the other side of this but it gets pretty uncomfortable at times i'm sure many of you know having to let go of things i keep seeing the number um five 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 and if you're not into angel numbers and stuff then you know close your ears but i really like looking at angel numbers and what they mean and i keep seeing this number all the time and it pretty much just signifies i mean there there are a million different interpretations but you have kind of have to see what fits you in your current stage of life and to me i keep getting the message of letting go old habits that no longer serve you and replacing them with ones that are going to move you to where you want to be so that's what i've been focusing on i got the book atomic habits i know everyone reads it and gushes about it, but I really do like it. And I totally recommend, I mentioned it in the email yesterday, the self-care Sunday newsletter. So if you don't get that, then definitely sign up. Um, but other than that, like life is good. I, I mean, that's not even like an other than that. It's, it's good with that. Um, it's just, you know, I'm being tested. I'm being molded and shaped and squeezed and all the other stuff. <laughs> um, but anyway, that is it for Blesses and Deltas. I don't really have show updates. Same thing as last week, um, revamping Club Gentler. You'll get more information about that soon. I'm going to do another live training and it's going to be lots of fun. I'll let you know whenever you can sign up for that. Um, DM me on Instagram if you would like the link ahead of time. Uh, I'll put that out there. But I'm going to take a quick break, get some water, and then I'll be back to discuss this topic. All right, I'm back. Let's talk about financial self-care and being broke. And I don't mean broke, but like you have a thousand, you have thousands of dollars in your savings. I mean broke and you're about to get your third overdraft fee this week. 
that kind of broke like account in the negative really see no way out what's happening if you've listened to the show long enough you know i was consistently in this space and i i had a moment where i was like why am i even doing this i am too good to live life like this i need to get my stuff together and figure it out so i want to walk you through some of the thought processes that i kind of went through to get out of that hole because it's a pattern right like i kept kind of experiencing it and it wasn't that i wasn't making enough money. I was making a lot of money, but I definitely, if I had been planning, had plenty of money to uh, like stay out of the negative. Um, and so like there's a simple, like, you know, people will tell you all the time, the way to stop living paycheck to paycheck is to spend less than you earn. And yes, that's true. Um, but no one wants to hear that when you were in the negative currently. So I want to walk through kind of the financial self-care side to that. Um, so the first thing, it's just to get very aware of the situation. Um, and I did that with my date-based budget. And I offer this as a freebie. You can download it free of charge. Just go to the show notes and get the link. Um, but essentially, the purpose of doing this is so that you can lay out exactly what's happening with your money on any particular date. And you can see, okay, I'm going to receive this amount on this date, but I'm also going to pay or spend this amount on this date with this bill and you can see exactly when like if you're in the negative right now okay we can just not spend money but when am i going to need money to pay my phone bill or when is my wi-fi going to be due so you can start like contextualizing all of this stuff and you're not just kind of like free falling because let's talk about what not to do you don't want to do treat yourself spending right now <laughs> and i know that might seem like a given but i was a type if i if my account was in the negative then i would be like ah i'm already in the negative it can't get much worse. It can. It can get much worse. Take it from me. I won't even go into how bad it can get at this point in this episode, but it can get way worse. Keep that in mind. Um, another thing to do is don't beat yourself up. Like, yes, like we all make mistakes and money is weird and we have weird feelings around it. Um, but don't beat your like shame is not going to get you anywhere. Like you're just going to feel worse and feel dejected. And then you're still not going to get anything done. You're still going to be carrying a negative balance in your bank account. And what is that going to help or solve? Absolutely nothing. So don't beat yourself up about it. And then the most important thing is don't ignore it. You have to sit down and get into go mode. And that's what this date-based budget is for. Just so that you can see what's happening and when. Because you're going to have to do something to turn this ship around. Otherwise, it's going straight into an iceberg. You don't want to be there. So do not ignore it. So when we put all of our stuff into this date-based date-based budget, we can see it with our eyes, what's going to be happening and when with our money. So questions to ask yourself, when am I going to get more money? When am I going to get paid again? Um, when am I going to need more money? When am I going to have to pay something? And then have those dates on hand and give yourself like, okay, I know that in a week's time, I'm going to have to pay this. Or I know that in a week's time, I'm going to have this. And then whenever you realize when you'll get money again, ask yourself, will I, that's why I like the date-based budget as well, because it sets things up in a way where you can see what will happen when you get paid or when you have to pay a certain amount. You can see like, okay, I know that whenever I get paid at this amount, then I'm going to, I'm going to be out of the negative. So I, all I have to do at that point is kind of saying on the straight and narrow or you might be able to see like i'm still going to be short so i'm still going to figure something out and it might seem scary to have those realizations but 
being in control is the main priority and you don't get in control until you're aware of the situation. There's no way for you to control any type of situation if you don't know what that situation even is or what it entails. So you're going to have to confront the issue, look at those numbers, see what's coming in and what is going out. Um, then the next thing is to create instant cash. And the simplest way you can do this is by asking for help, by asking for money. And I know this is difficult. I know it's a pride thing. But honestly, like, what's going to be more uncomfortable, asking for money or dealing with the uh, consequences of not having it? I was in a situation my senior year of college where I was not going to grad graduate, not because of anything I did wrong, not because I didn't get good grades or didn't earn credits, purely because of a financial issue. I was not going to be able to obtain a transcript and graduate. And that sucked because it was not fair. And I kept thinking, like, how can I create this money? How can I do it? How can I do it? And it just was not going to happen. And so I had to ask for help. And I did not like doing it at all. But I had to weigh out the issue. Would I rather kind of, uh, I don't know, like lose some of my pride and ask for money or not graduate and lose a lot of pride by having to explain to people why they booked plane tickets and took off from work and I wasn't graduating? Which would I rather do? And the, the situation, like the, the, the choice was clear for me. So if it's that kind of situation, just contextualize your two options. And I mean, I don't want to make it seem like you have only two options. There are obviously more options than that. But if it's something that you could, if you have someone you can ask and you would feel safe doing so and not feel like you owe that person a ton afterwards, I would consider just asking because so many problems can just evaporate if you just ask for help. Um, another way to ask for, or not ask, but get instant cash is to sell, sell ooh, wow, can I speak? <laughs> sell things, but also getting rid of stuff. So you can get rid of digital things like your subscriptions. If you're paying for Netflix and your account's on the negative, you might just cancel that for right now, boo, and wait till next month when you get back belly up. Or is belly up bad? Belly under? Hmm. Anyway, when you get back upright, I'll say that, that's when you can start streaming again. Um, but do you also have physical things that you can get rid of? I, whenever I was in like a bind at one point, I sold my books and I got, you know, next to nothing, but I got enough to get groceries. And so that was fine. I didn't spend money on that. Um, I've also sold, you all know, I sold my iPad earlier or last year because I wanted to upgrade, which reminds me, I still have not done. <laughs> I need to do some more research, but I found a website and I'll link it in the show notes. They've changed the name and I used it, it was called Whistle and now I think it's called Backflip. But you can essentially just sell your electronics and get money very quickly. I think I got paid before I even sent, sent the thing off. I think when I got the quote, they went ahead and paid me for my iPad and that was a nice little boost. So look at things like that. What do you have that can be exchanged for value that you can get rid of. And I know it does not feel good. And you have to kind of decide like what you're willing to let go of. If I were in a bind, I do have things I could get rid of, but I would really, really need to be in a bind before that happened. Like I, it would be tough getting rid of my camera or getting rid of my laptop. One, because I need those things for my work, but two, because it's going to be harder to obtain them again. Um, and that's why like, you could also use pawn shops to sell. But honestly, like pawn shops are tough because you're not going to get the value of that item at all. So if you're just in an extreme bind, then yeah, I would say go ahead and, and look at it. But and I've done it before, but it's it's going to be tough to to let that kind of stuff go just because you're not going to get 
what you deserve from it. Also, another way to create instant cash is to communicate those issues that you're having. If you are having trouble paying a bill, communicate that with whatever company it is. I'm not saying that they always will just let you off or let you have an extension, but it'll be better off than just ghosting or just not doing it. Like communicate the issue that you're having and see if there's any way that you can receive some type of discount or anything like that. Also, services. Services are awesome because that's a way for you to really create some instant cash. And this is when it's helpful to have something set up. But if you don't, a lot of times it's not that difficult to set things up. If you could do dog walking or babysitting or anything like that um, and just like really focus on building up a great profile. I've used care.com and Rover often. Um, and those things happen like they have a pretty quick turnaround. Rover wasn't the fastest turnaround from setting up the account to getting my first um, client, I guess. But I think a lot of that had to do with me not doing anything with it. But care.com definitely was a quick turnaround. Um, so look at things like that. And those are not your only two options, obviously. But think about those things. Um, it's, there's TaskRabbit, all sorts of stuff. And then the last point, or no, no, it's not. I lied. <laughs> the next point, get crafty. You know, if you are going to have to spend money soon because you don't have any food, how can you get crafty and uh, like get discounts or promo codes? I'll tell you a quick story. Last week, so for the past month or so, I have been getting extremely overwhelmed with grocery shopping. For whatever reason, I hate doing it. I hate even ordering online. Like I hate deciding what I'm going to eat. It's just, it's too much. <laughs> so I just didn't do it, which is horrible and not good self-care at all. I just didn't do it. And I got to the point where I had like no food, nothing that I could really eat. And I was getting noticeably hangry. So my friend was like, let me just send you this HelloFresh code. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do HelloFresh. But by the time I got the box with her promo code, it was like $20 for a week's worth of good food and like recipes and stuff. And I was like, why haven't I been doing this? So think about things like that. And if you want, like, I'll put my HelloFresh code in the description box to see you all can get a similar deal if you're in this situation. But little things like that, there are always things like that if you look, like know how to look for them. So get creative, get crafty. Also romanticize your experiences. Maybe you do have food on hand, but it's not your favorite food or it's not what you would like to be eating right now but romanticize it. Just do whatever you can to trick yourself into thinking this is okay. The fire is not that hot because those moments are going to really matter. And that's how we maintain gratitude in hard situations. And again, let me remind you in case there are any new people listening, gratitude is not for you to be showy and seem like you have like high morality or anything. It's simply for you to get by to the next stage. It's for you to keep yourself sustained mentally and emotionally so you can get through the tough period into the next stage and having an account in the negative is definitely a tough period and you're going to have to kind of trick yourself into thinking this is okay I can do this if you don't feel it already of course if, if you don't already have those feelings towards the situation you're going to have to kind of convince yourself into thinking I've got this I can do it let's keep pushing and romanticizing the situation is a great way to do that you can't get Netflix okay Read a book and make it the best moment ever or write or draw something like have fun with those limitations. You don't want to have the ramen noodles in your pantry. I mean, just set it up in a way that feels good. Do something. Romanticize it. Make it a movie moment. Something. Get crafty. Now, finally, the last point. 
This is for when you have finally made to the other side, you've gotten paid again, or you've gotten, is that a word? Yes, you've gotten paid. You're not in the negative right now, but you're kind of worried you're gonna make the same mistakes. It's time to create some systems. So first thing, separate your money and organize it. This is how I did things. And there's so many other ways you can do it. So take it with a grain of salt. I had my rent money go to a separate bank, totally different bank. I got half the rent from one check, half the, the rent from another check. I got paid bi-weekly, got sent to a totally different account. That money would automatically pay my rent every month. I had to think about rent ever again. It was done, it was taken care of. All my other bill money was also separate in another bank account. So that by the time I actually had money in my checking account, it was what I was free to spend. And if I got in the negative, that sucked, but it wasn't going to affect my bills. My bills were paid. And so I was also just less likely to get in the negative anyway. Um, don't allow for overdrafts. If you can go into your settings for your bank account and check off that thing, and just have your card decline whenever you don't have enough money, do that. Even if you feel like it's gonna be embarrassing in public if that happens, I bet you it won't happen again. So don't allow for any overdrafts. And if you can, also set, consider setting a spending allowance every day so that you don't go over that amount. And also this kind of goes along with the first point, but automate your savings. Have a certain amount automatically go into your savings account so that you have something put away despite your best effort or despite your worst efforts, I guess. Do something so you can set yourself up and have that also at a separate bank so that you cannot easily access it unless you absolutely need to. Keep it liquid. Don't invest it. Don't, um, yeah, don't invest it. Have it just in a regular account, a savings account, but keep it a little, set up some barriers so that you can make it difficult for yourself to access it. If it's all in the same bank, you can quickly just like in three seconds transfer from savings to checkings, eliminate that eliminate that temptation, eliminate that risk, make it highly unlikely that you will be able to dip into your savings. And that's with any negative habit that you want to get rid of. Make it unlikely, eliminate the risk. Um, also, create multiple income streams. It's time. You need to have a, more than one way that money comes into your life just so that if you do have a bind, and even if it's a bind that had nothing to do with you, like you lose your job or your hours get cut, you can have something else coming in from elsewhere. And maybe I'll do like a post or something about different income streams, but a side hustle is a great way to get that done. And side hustles, side hustles, <laughs> side hustles can be anything. It can be something that's kind of active and like you're doing something every day, or it can be a very passive thing like an ebook or something. So decide and start thinking about what am I good at? What would I enjoy doing on the side? What do I feel like I could make money with? And honestly, anything that makes other people money or saves them time is a great way to go. So with all that in mind, let's recap real quick. We are going to get in control by recognizing our financial situation, confronting it, sitting with the numbers and getting comfortable with the discomfort. You're going to get crafty and figure out how to exchange some of the value around you and within you for money. And you're going to get prepared and prevent this by setting systems to prevent the prevent this situation in the future and create a new income stream to bring in more money frequently. All right, everyone, I hope this episode was helpful. If so, share it with someone who needs to see, who needs to hear it. I almost needs to see it, but this is a podcast. Um, rate and review it if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, and I will chat with you all again later. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Gentler. If you enjoyed it, please give it a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram for more self-care advice at GentlerPod and check out our website for more info, www.begentler.com. Talk to you all soon. Bye.